up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. (laughs) It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, welcome one and all to a beautiful day out there. How oh, great yeah. does it feel outside today? It feels amazing. And uh, so uh, welcome in here to this uh, Monday and start of a, a new week, start of a new day here on a March 6th, 2023. What's happening out there? This is uh, the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here uh, today. And uh, we're live here on 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. Going to get a good show lined up for you here on uh, this uh, Monday morning. And we're going to, of course, cover everything local sports that happen on a Friday night. Sectional championships. And uh, get you set up for uh, tonight's uh, super sectional action. And we'll take a look at what happened in a girls basketball state up there in uh, Bloomington Normal. Also, uh, the uh, last regular season college basketball game uh, took place yesterday. We'll hit up on that Illinois game against uh, Purdue and we'll take a look at those Big Ten tournament brackets as uh, they were finally after all those crazy scenarios and three-way, seven-way, eight-way, ten-way ties for second place, whatever it was, and all those crazy uh, 200-some scenarios uh, that ended up playing out. We'll tell you where they all fell and where the Illini will be playing uh, next in the Big Ten. A tournament with a very familiar opponent familiar thorn in our side of this season so uh, we'll explore that as well as uh, the rest of the college basketball from uh, this weekend we'll also hit up on uh, some other uh, national sports uh, from over the weekend nba nhl little spring training baseball and a uh, little uh, nascar as well as uh, nascar uh, pick em, uh, from yesterday we'll recap and recap the uh, race out there in vegas Viva Las Vegas. See who got it done yesterday, and we'll hit up on that in the uh, podcast. So uh, stick around for that. And, of course, it's the post weekend, so we got to get you the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend as well. A lot of stuff happening this weekend, and we'll try to narrow them down to a three. And also here on this Monday morning, it was a little breaking NFL news as well that we'll hit up on as well. So uh, we got a free agent quarterback. Looks like he's signing 
with his new team. So uh, we'll hit up on that at some point. And of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon meets Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools, and uh, Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Tatopolis Estate of Bank. We appreciate uh, them and we appreciate all of you following along on the Trust Show Hour or on uh, the podcast in some sort of fashion. All right, uh, so we got a lot to uh, get to, a lot of re- recapping to do here on this Monday. So uh, let's go and let's get it started and let's set it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First Things First. And you know what we're starting with here today is the uh, sectional championship that was uh, Friday night. Uh, my goodness, what an instant classic. What an epic uh, thriller it was on uh, Friday night uh, there in Altamont for the uh, Class 1A uh, sectional championships. There was not one overtime needed to be decided. Not two, not three, but count them. The big four overtimes needed to decide the sectional champion uh, there in Altamont. And uh, Tuscola wins the battle, the war of attrition, and uh, they get it done, and they win the sectional championship on a Friday in an epic four-overtime game against Altamont. It was a game that would never end. Yeah. In, in, in the best way. In the best way, in right. In the best way. Travis, when we left the show on Friday, I remember your quote saying, boy, this game tonight has a lot to live up to live up to Tuesday's game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it did. It did. I think it and did. Some. That's a, yeah. that's an extra half they played. Yeah, they played an extra half of basketball. Mm-hmm. They did. It, impressive. First of all, conditioning mm-hmm. for those young players. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. So um, not as hard as they were playing. No, not as hard as they were playing for everything uh, on the line. Like, yes, they, with, they left everything. everything out there. They did uh, on and, the floor on Friday, and I think that's what makes it so bitter. And so hurtful that, you know, I was listening in my car to the game. I think I picked it up uh, heading into the first overtime. And I drove. I was actually down in Olney uh, doing something with my family. was able to drive home. And still the game was not over. Just picking it up at the end of regulation. Um, and it was just, I was sitting there thinking, do one of these teams have to lose? Yeah, I know. Like, do, can, can we, can we, can we pause like, can we come back tomorrow and play it? Like, do one of these teams have to lose tonight? Mm-hmm. Like, neither of these teams deserve to lose. No, they didn't. At this point. No. And, you know, I was like, in my head, I'm going, can the loser play Pinkneyville and and see if, if they can beat them to get back into the super sectional? Because no one should have to go four overtimes and say your season is over. But that's the way it goes. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, for Altamont, it was Altamont on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And yep, But again, was. that is the type of game, Travis, you play it 10 times, and you're getting a winner of Tuscola 5 and Altamont 5. Right. Like, it, yep. these two teams are so evenly matched. They were. And Altamont had a chance. They had momentum. They, they had a chance to finish it off. Tuscola, at times, had momentum, had a chance to finish it off. And both teams that staged comebacks got back into it to force those overtimes. And then once you get to overtime, anything can happen. So uh, it was uh, it was fun to listen to. I'm sure it was really fun to be at. 
Yeah, it was, and uh, the capacity crowd was even uh, more than uh, Tuesday, as uh, pretty much seemed like everybody from Altamont uh, showed up on a Friday. This was the most packed I've seen it, and uh, you know, you think of an NTC game, it was just a standing room only, like a couple rows deep in standing mm-hmm. room only, and people on the stage uh, as well, and uh, they got their money's worth, and yeah, it was uh, certainly a, a thriller to uh, be at, and a thriller to uh, call one of the best games if not I don't want to be the prisoner of the moment of the best game I've ever called in my life but it's going to be definitely a hard to top in recent memory and uh, like you said uh, unfortunately uh, Altman coming in on the heartbreaking side of it well I mean we've had we've had good games that we both have called individually mm-hmm. but I think the fact that everything was riding on it and what was at stake in this game yeah has to put it over the top mm-hmm. um just because you don't very often have games go four overtimes, let alone four overtimes for a sectional championship. Right. Like, that just yeah. doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, Altamont's yeah. going for their first one first ever. First one ever. In a school history. And they're hosting. It's been a while. Yeah. Again, this game takes place at, you know, St. Anthony. This game takes place at Nioga. Like, it's not going to have the same feeling. Now, yeah, I'm not saying definitely. that the crowd wouldn't have come out. They would have, absolutely. But it's the fact it was there in Altamont and the uniqueness of that gym and that atmosphere of that gym mm-hmm. was the – if this was a story, obviously you have, you know, the 10 players on the court at any one given time. And then, you know, you, you, you throw in the three refs. You know, if we're, if we're making a plot for a movie, you got your 10 players on the court, you got your three refs, you got two head coaches, the fans are always another character in the story – but in this case, the building was a character mm-hmm. because of the atmosphere that that Altamont gym has. Right. So I, I'm not. I don't say I'm jealous very often. <laughs> yeah. Travis, I'll admit I was jealous Friday night. Yeah. I was jealous. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, Altamont should not. I know it was probably very hard Friday night. Here we are Monday morning. They have nothing to hang their head about. Yeah. Nothing no. at all. No, not like at all. Like, you, you know, first of all, you had a great season, and, you know. History-making season. Absolutely. Altamont's never made it here to the championship, yes. sectional championship ever. Yes. And I know how badly they wanted it. Yeah. And, again, the way you lost is going to burn. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not. Right. But, man, it's a great season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are times when you just come up against a better opponent on that day, and you just tip your hat. And right. I'm not saying Tuscola on Friday night was a better opponent because it took four overtimes to get it done. Mm-hmm. But someone had to win and someone had to lose. Yeah. And you knew going in, someone's season was ending. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of who. Yeah. And you never think it's you. Yeah, that's exactly. one thing. That's one thing, you know, talking to coaches as we have, the coach never goes into the game thinking this is our final game of the season. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, because you'll lose. Yep. And so now I'm I'm sure Coach Nebergy has has had a couple of days to kind of digest, and there's a lot of things that I'm sure you know could have done this, could have done that, could have done this, could have done that. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know the players yeah. go through Same their yeah. scenarios of what they could have did in this situation and this and that at the free throw line yep. and, and everything else. But I um, I think it'll hit coach the coaches harder. And that's because a lot of the kids will be moving on to baseball track. Yeah, they're moving like, to baseball. They're, they're today moving to the sure. next thing. Like they don't have time to sit and go, 
ugh. Like, what could have been? Because they're already getting ready for baseball practice. Or they got indoor track that I saw had a meet this weekend up at EIU. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. they're, they're going. Coaches, they got to wait till next fall to do anything. Right. Yeah. Especially knowing how special, again, this senior class was for Altamont. Mm-hmm. You got to replace people. Yep, it was a uh, pretty pretty special. One of those uh, groups that you know you've seen come through the the ranks in the lower levels, and uh, now have had really a great success and historic season. You know, uh, first outright conference championship for Altamont in forty plus years. You had back to back NTC tournament championships that hasn't been done since the nineteen thirty nine, nineteen forty, or uh, whatever it was, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Altamont started off the game uh, great as uh, they got off to a nine to three start, and then they led seventeen to six after the first quarter, and uh, they were feeling good. And then they had a double digit lead there in the second quarter, and they ended up having a twenty seven thirteen lead at the half. You know, uh, uh, Robinson had a good first half, and he was just flying all over the place. He had uh, like three blocks at one point, and Elam also had a good. Uh, opening quarter as well and then uh, Altamont at one point in the uh, f- third quarter had a 14 point lead and they were riding pretty high but then Tuscola give them credit they got uh, back in back into it and they fought back and uh, they went on a 17 to 4 run there in the third quarter to uh, eventually uh, tie it up three straight threes by Horton Quinn and Chris Boyd made it 31 25 and coach Nebri called the timeout and then uh, Sweet Nam hit a three uh, to make it just a three-point game again. And then uh, Boyd would eventually make some free throws to end up giving uh, Tuscola the lead there. And then Altamont got the lead back right entering the fourth quarter as Robinson was fouled with no time remaining on the clock. And he hit the two free throws, and that put Altamont up by one. So it was uh, good for the Indians to uh, have that to reclaim the lead back after you just uh, given it up entering the fourth quarter. And then fourth quarter it was uh, back and forth there was a little controversy at the end of regulation uh, when uh, Quinn made that three-pointer it looked like a clear three uh, to us uh, up at the booth and they only put up a two on the scoreboard so it was a unique possession as Tuscola thought the game was tied and they were just going to let the possession play out well Altamont saw the scoreboard and saw that they were up by one so uh, they were just going to hold on to the ball and you know you had some coaches for Tuscola yelling at the score board people mm-hmm. about uh, that was a three and then you had uh, I think coach Bozarth calling out to the guys that uh, hey we need to foul we're, we're down by one and uh, then when the uh, foul occurred they put the score back up there and it was tied and at that point you know Elam was at the line and he would end up missing a couple of free throws and uh, Altamont would have another shot at it as it went out of bounds off of Tuscola and uh, Robinson left it uh, the shot short from the baseline and uh, so that was tied at 46 at the end of regulation so in a kind of a way you, you kind of feel like well you know if Altamont would have won it on a play like that that would have been just unfortunate uh, but you know they say ball don't lie and that's exactly what happened and you know uh, Quinn 
Uh, Jordan Quinn on his birthday, no less, goes for 33 points and hits so many big shots in the course of overtimes. Um, he tied one up in the first overtime at 50, and also uh, Sweet Nam hit some clutch shots and had some clutch free throws in the overtime periods as well. Uh, Altamont, uh, they end up having the lead 63-57 in the third overtime and uh, let it slip away with some threes by Sweet Nam and Quinn again tying it up at 63 to force a fourth overtime. And then there in the fourth overtime, Tuscola ended up uh, taking in control they had a uh, Quinn making a, a two-pointer to put him up 68-66 and that would end up being the go-ahead bucket as Quinn and Sweet Name would make some free throws so uh, Quinn would finish with 33 points on the night uh, Sweet Name he had 15 Horton had 12 all those three guys hitting big shots during the course of the game mm-hmm. and in that fourth overtime uh, one of the big uh, uh, keys to the game or one of the big moments in that one was on three straight possessions uh, Mason Robinson was called for traveling it looked like the floor was uh, slippery all night and yeah, that was a problem on Tuesday as well uh, but uh, three straight possessions uh, turnovers there and a Tuscola ended up winning this one in four overtime 72 to 68 uh, Tuscola they're 29 and a six now so big congratulations to them uh, first sectional championship since 2005 you know they came up short in girls basketball this season against Neoga, and they came up short last year on a like a full, almost a full court shot prayer that was made by Macon Meridian to win the sectional last year. So uh, happy uh, for uh, Tuscola for that aspect. And so uh, they're going to be playing uh, tonight in uh, Carbondale. They're at uh, six o'clock against a Mounds of Meridian, who won the Gatlin County uh, sectional championship on a Friday. And Altamont ends their historic season at 29 and 5 on the year. And they'll be graduating uh, some uh, seniors, uh, but they do have uh, some juniors uh, definitely uh, coming back. You know, Dylan Elam, uh, Kaden Miller, and Eli Miller, uh, and a few others. And uh, the JV squad, you know, I asked Coach Cool what their record was, and he only said they only lost one game. Uh, they're like 17 and 1 or something. So, um, you know, Obviously, this was a magical group, yep. but they'll try to repeat it next season. And, you know, they do have a pretty decent JV group that does exactly what this group did when they were at the JV level of blowing out people left and right. Yep. And, and the only one that they lost, I think, was the Morton game. And it's a it's a case of, you know, you have consistency from top to bottom with the coaching staff that, you know, everyone knows it's the same thing. Like you said, there's not a difference in philosophy from JV to varsity. Like it's all the same thing. They're all trying to accomplish the same thing. And in actuality, it probably goes back to seventh and eighth grade too. So you have many years of kind of learning the quote unquote ultimate way of playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So uh, they'll, they'll be, uh, I, don't, I don't think Altamont's going to fall off not at too all. Much. Not too much. Yeah. Um, but again, this, this was a special group. You're not probably going to get a lot of 16 win streaks and 30 close to 30 win seasons very often right so yeah exactly so uh, Altamont's uh, season comes to a close on a Friday but that wasn't uh, the uh, t- only team that was in the area battling for a sectional championship and uh, they end up winning it and we'll talk about that as well as their super sectional game coming up next here on the uh, starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back 
You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You've created a comfortable home office. Now let Carrier provide the cash bonus. For a limited time, you can claim up to $1,750 in cool cash rebates on qualified Carrier home comfort systems. There's never been a better time to upgrade your year-round premium comfort and energy savings. Carrier, turn to the experts. Call Probster for duration at 217-342-6441 or stop by 318 West Jefferson Avenue in Effingham. Hi, this is Casey from JNR Collision Centers. We would like to announce the purchase of Walks Auto Body from Doug Walk. JNR's commitment will be the same as Doug's always was. We will go above and beyond to return your vehicle to pre-accident condition. We will work with you and your insurance company and keep you informed during the entire repair process. Stop by and see us at either Effingham location, 3241 South Banker Street or 1424 East Via Avenue, or call JNR Collision Centers at 877-525-5722. Zone, Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. (laughs) Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pie Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now... And I also asked, Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, i tell you what, it's, um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that earlier. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, startup lineup on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on this Monday. Look like you were no, ready I'm to just, jump in and saying something there. I'm just sitting here. Gotcha. So, just chilling. Uh, we had talked extensively about the four-overtime epic game on uh, Friday for the sectional championship in Altamont. Well, there was also a packed house in uh, Newton mm-hmm. as a standing room only crowd there and also seating on the stage as well. And uh, they saw it to Topolis get the uh, victory over Lawrenceville, 61-54. to uh, Garrett Gaddis goes off for six three-pointers and end up with 23 points to lead the way up for the shoes on a Friday against Lawrenceville. And the two Niebergies also had 13 points, Joey Niebergy and a James Niebergy both having a 13 points apiece. Uh, the Shoes actually had the one-point lead after 1-14-13, but Lawrenceville had a strong second quarter. They took the lead 30-24 to at the half, and uh, T-Town had a strong third quarter to cut the deficit to just one. They trailed 46-45, to and then they doubled up Lawrenceville in the fourth. They outscored them 16-8. to to get the victory and Tatopoulos's 15th sectional championship, including back-to-back years. Uh, they're sectional champions. They won uh, Flora last year, and now they win the Newton sectional championship. The sun will rise in the east, set in the west. Tatopoulos basketball will win a sectional championship. Yeah, most likely. That's, uh, that's, all, that's all I got. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Tatopoulos, I mean, congratulations. One is the loneliest number, Travis. They're the only team in the area left. Yep, they are. So you they know, stand alone. Let's, let's go to Topless. Let's 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 get some you know representation of, of our area all the way to state. Yeah, absolutely. All right, shoes fans. I'm gonna have to bring it up. I'm gonna hate to do it, but they're zero and seven in their last super sectional appearances. Ooh. They haven't been back to state since Coach Crawford his final Ooh. year, oh six oh seven. They finished in third place that that year. They're trying to get that Steve Young monkey off Travis, the back. Why would you bring it up? Hey, I gotta, I gotta bring it up. Why? Including last year, I know they want to get that uh, bad taste out of their mouth. They lost to Nashville forty-four to eighteen a year ago. I remember that because I thought it was a typo. Yep. Nope. No. Nashville plays good defense. They do. And we'll see what hey, happens tonight. They don't have tonight. to deal with Nashville this year. Nope, not this year, as it was Pinckneyville winning over Breeze Central in their own a sectional championship. And that was also a packed house uh, as well and an exciting game. So uh, Pinckneyville won that over Breeze Central, ending the Cougar season there. They were a heck of a good squad uh, there. Pinckneyville, they're looking for their state appearance and since 2018. Uh, they finished fourth place place that year and as I mentioned uh, it's going to be a rematch as uh, they just matched up not too long ago as uh, they uh, faced off at the end of January in the Pinckneyville shootout and uh, Pinckneyville ended up winning that I think it was 50 to 41 was the final there yeah but different circumstances a lot more on the line in this one Uh, you know hey shoes they go walking Travis yeah they're gonna go walk down to Carbondale they're gonna walk back here, super sectionals, and then walk all the way back. And to walk the state. all the way to Champagne. All the way to Champagne. Do a lot of walking in shoes. <laughs> yes, uh, man. I uh, hope that they don't hurt their feet. The wooden shoes. Mm. No. These shoes are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Uh, definitely a good luck. Hopefully they exercise. These shoes are going to walk all over you. Hopefully they get revenge from uh, the earlier loss this season, and hopefully uh, the shoes finally get over that hurdle and uh, back to a state 
as the shoes 27 and 7 on the year. Pinkneyville, they're 28 and 6 on the season. Very evenly record wise. Like yeah. you said, already matched up, I think could be an advantage or a disadvantage, depending on how you look at it. An advantage because you know what the other team is going to do, you've already seen it all. Mm-hmm. The disadvantages, they've already seen everything you're going to do. And with such a short time frame to get ready. Again, that right. that's tonight. You don't have a whole lot of time to add any new wrinkles to your playbook. Yeah. So you maybe that's a good what thing. You got. Maybe yeah. that's a good thing that they've matched up already this season. Maybe it is. they don't have a lot of prep time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, but Travis, we were talking off air about superstitious and and doing things to kind of end seasons. And, and, you know, we've done that here at the studio and, and stuff like that. Why would you bring up the record? <laughs> I had like, to do that's it, man. That's the worst superstition there is. <laughs> hey, I had to do it. Oh, you didn't have to. <laughs> I did. could have just. It could have just been like Voldemort, and that shall that shall not be named. Everybody's like, thinking it though. No, now they are because you brought it up. <laughs> Everyone's thinking that before. No, no. <laughs> but hopefully the shoes exercise the demons. A you can't you know, lose finally. eight in a row, right? Yeah, no, I can't. Gonna get back there for 07. Uh, so, uh, man, what a what a great thing it would have been to have Altima and Topolis oh, yeah, both uh, there. representing uh, there. Coach Crawford could have went a uh, double dip uh, there. I've seen him in a couple of games. I don't know if he was yeah. there Friday. I know he was there on Tuesday uh, there uh, watching Coach Niebergi, uh mm-hmm. there, but. Uh, definitely good luck to uh, the uh, shoes yep. uh, tonight. And we also had one uh, lonely representation there at the uh, girls' state tournament in uh, Bloomington as it was Lincoln winning on a Friday in the semifinals over Deerfield, 76-56. to And a big eyeball emojis here as Chloe Froby now has a set of the uh, single-game se- single scoring record up at state. She had 45 points on a Friday in the win over Deerfield. And uh, I thought that was just uh, amazing that uh, Chloe now also uh, has a 1,000 points this season. And uh, she does it night in and night out in the Apollo. But it's completely different to do on that big stage yeah. there in the semifinals to have 45 points and setting a she single game record. She almost Deerfield by herself. Yeah, that's right. She she did. And also uh, Jenna Bowman also is the new single season uh, record holder for three-pointers in a uh, season. And uh, then uh, they advanced on the two of the uh, state championship on a Saturday, and they end up losing to LaGrange Park in a 63 to a 52. Lincoln's only loss of the season. They close out the year 36 and one. Mm. Uh, Froby had 19 points in the uh, championship game, and with those 45 points on a Friday and the 19 points in the championship, uh, she now holds the most points scored in a 3A state tournament. Uh, series of games uh they're in a 3a so uh lincoln unfortunately falls a little bit short but they end up in a second place uh there and uh hey lincoln it's good there too because uh they're returning everyone they don't have a senior they don't have a senior on the roster (laughs) including go undefeated and bring it all back run it all back including chloe who's only a junior uh there so uh, look out for the Railers next season, but they won't be in the uh, Apollo as uh, they're getting True. out of the True. Apollo Conference, as I'm just now realizing yeah. uh, that. So uh, maybe FEM, put them on the schedule. Yeah. And make it an FEM. Maybe Travis will <laughs> so take I a can drive check somewhere. It out. I didn't really want to make up that trip to Lincoln, but eh, hey, maybe. Well, maybe Depending. if they're close by, maybe in a tournament or something, sure. you'll see them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just put that. Uh, Two and two together there. Uh, <laughs> just want to uh, 
quickly go through one uh, and two yeah. A as well for state championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okaville beat Christopher fifty six thirty five in yeah. class one A, um, and then in class two A it was uh, Breeze Modern Day six two forty six over Byron. So yeah, you defeating your Byron. Yeah, I know, but that's Modern Day's first state championship in girls basketball. Yeah, congratulations. So that's exciting. Very much so. Uh, Oakville won their third state championship Ooh. in girls uh, basketball. And uh, this was uh, LaGrange Park's first state title for girls basketball as well. They finished in second place last year, mm. uh, but winning that this year. So uh, that was it from the girls uh, state tournament there going on uh, tonight there in uh, Carbondale. I already mentioned Topolis against Pinckneyville and Tuscola against uh, Mounds of Meridian uh, this evening. And that will be the first game of the day there at 6 o'clock. Tuscola, Mounds, Meridian. Then following the 1A super sectional game will be the 2A game with Topolis and Pinckneyville. If you got nothing going on tonight, go down and support both those teams, Tuscola yeah. and Topolis. Absolutely. Be a packed house for sure. And I saw that no, at be- State for Bloomington, Lincoln. I don't think there was a single person left in Lincoln. There was a strong Railers contingent there in Bloomington on Saturday and, fr- and uh, Friday, I think. Travis, as someone who went to school at SIU, I don't think it'll be packed. They do have plenty of seating there. Plenty of seating, They got plenty of seating. So I I don't think it'll be standing room only. But it may be close. So make sure you get your tickets. And I do think that I was doing a little bit of research Uh uh, that they're only allowed so many tickets. Right, right. uh, I don't think that everyone would have the opportunity to go. But uh, Tuscola looking for their first state appearance since 1989. And uh, Mounds Meridian is looking for their state first state appearance since 2015 and they finished in a second place that year so uh good luck both to uh, tuscola yep. and uh, to topless tonight in we'll carbondale those tomorrow we'll recap it tomorrow for sure and also recapping we gotta recap the alina game that happened yesterday against uh, purdue and we'll also take a look at the uh, big 10 championship brackets of the tournament coming up and it's in chicago this year so we'll, we'll take a look at that coming up next here on the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back if you served in the vietnam gulf war or post 9 11 eras you may be eligible for expanded va benefits a new law known as the pact act provides disability compensation health care free toxic exposure screens and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service you can submit a claim for your pact act related benefits now Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Stay safe on the roads with Rain-X Weather Armor Windshield Wiper Blades. Now at Menards. They provide less streaking, better driving visibility, and clear wipe performance throughout any season. Rain-X Wiper Blades are available in assorted sizes, so you can find the right fit for your windshield. Get 11% off all Rain-X Wiper Blades at Menards. Good through March 12th. Savings are mail-in rebate. 
Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... The starting lineup. You know, Travis, I like you. <laughs> okay. But you're wrong. Flora's going to get this win. All right. Handedly, 42 to 14. 42 14. Wow. Flora. The disrespect. <laughs> On 98 9, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Update. The Blues gave up a pair of late goals during a 4-2 loss to the Los Angeles Kings at Crypto.com Arena on Saturday. The Blues remain sixth place in the Central Division with 59 points. They visit Arizona tomorrow. Tomorrow, The Cardinals managed just five hits during a 7-1 loss to the Mets in spring training yesterday. Jordan Montgomery was tied with the loss after giving up four runs in three innings of work. The Cardinals are 5-3 and three in exhibition play, and they send Jack Flaherty to the Astros today. St. Louis City opened up City Park with a 3-1 win over Charlotte on Saturday. St. Louis tied the match at 1 late in the first half when Charlotte scored an own goal. St. Louis is now tied for first place in the Western Conference with six points from two wins, no draws, and no losses. They visit Portland this Saturday. The Bulls lost the Indiana Pacers 125-122 at the United Center yesterday. Bulls trailed by 10 in the middle of the fourth quarter, but they stormed back to take the lead late. However, Tyrese Halliburton knocked down a go-ahead three with two seconds left, and Busevich missed a potential game-tying shot at the buzzer. Chicago is now 12th place in the Eastern Conference at 29-36. They visit Denver on Wednesday. The Blackhawks are on a four-game losing streak following a 3-1 loss to Nashville United Center on Saturday. Chicago remains last place in the Central Division with 47 points and a 21-36-5 record. Chicago hosts Ottawa tonight. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits uh, there. As I did see that uh, St. Louis uh, soccer highlights the other yeah. night. Looked pretty lit. Atmosphere. Yeah. There in That's Louis. good. The worst thing you can have is a new team start up and have no one go to the games. Yeah, it looked like it was packed. Yeah. It looked yep. like a sold-out crowd. Speaking of packed arenas, I watched a little bit of the Battle Hawks yesterday. Travis, that D.C. Yeah. arena was not very packed. No? Mm-mm. Hmm. That was the two of the better teams in the league. I know. <laughs> there are a lot of empty spaces. Yeah, that but was I supposed like to be bro- one of the I best like the broadcast of it. I like the broadcast of it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't actually sat and watched an XFL game this season. I like yeah. hearing the coordinators talk to the quarterbacks. Yeah, it's definitely Especially one of the things. When I tuned in, it was the end of the first half, and they were making a a drive. The Battle Hawks were to put some points on the board. So to hear them say, you know, 
get to the line. Da 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 da. And it was it was really interesting to hear. Yeah, definitely. Have some now, if insights. I'm a coach that's going to go up against St. Louis, I'm going to play that back and then watch whatever. I know doing. that is and, the yeah. <laughs> that is one of the drawbacks, I guess. But got to change it up every week. Yeah, I guess maybe you do, but. That's what happens when you get all access yes. there. All right, so uh, college basketball from yesterday. Uh, Purdue, uh, they held on a second-half rally by uh, the uh, Illini, and uh, Purdue ended up holding on and winning by five, uh, 76 to uh, 71. The number uh, five team in the country mm-hmm. survives there on a senior night, the last game of the regular season. They led by 24 yep. points at one point, yep. but the Illini battled back, and what do you know? We show up in the second half. We outscore them 45 to 29 mm-hmm. in the second half, and they tied the game at one point and uh, ultimately fall, though. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a same old story. Keep on saying it. Good one half, bad the first half. But I'm going to say something that you have been beating the drum on all season. I said I didn't want to hear any more of, Travis. What's that? There was a missed call for Illinois late in that game. A clear hand got slapped as Shannon Jr. was going up for a layup. And it changed the course of the game. It should have been a foul. It should have at least been a two-shotter. If not, that would have put Illinois in the bonus for a one-and-one. And And that changed the momentum because they called it out of bounds and Purdue ball. Yeah. Clear as day. Mm -hmm. They showed the replays. And even the broadcasts were like, there was a lot of contact there. It was, yeah. He did slap his hand pretty good. He slapped his hand. That's what made him miss the ball. Low five. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I have been the, the guy saying don't blame the refs all season long. But that's just because I've been saving it up for when it mattered. This mattered, Travis. It did. They should have won that game, and it was that blown call that cost Illinois the game. Mm-hmm. And that game made all the difference in where Illinois is playing this week. It's true. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy uh, scenarios and crazy tiebreakers, and uh, it all shook out after uh, Illinois uh, took the loss there. And also, you know, was there a little bit of excessive contact on that one ED play as well, mm-hmm. kind of uh, hitting Meyer to yep. the ground there? Yep. I know what is ED supposed to do. He's up in the air. He's a big 7-4 guy, uh, but seemed like a little extra shove yep. possibly, yep. but uh, – it's either here or nor there, I and guess. I think Illinois, by the way, in the second half, which is what I watched a majority of. I missed a large part of the first half. But in the second half that I saw, Travis, I thought they did a great job on Edie. It as did, soon yeah. as he got the ball down low, he had three defenders around him, and they were forcing him to make passes. And yeah. he was making a lot of mistakes yeah, and getting a lot of turnovers. And I think Illinois did a good job yeah. of that. And I think other Big Ten teams are noticing that, if not nationwide, and saying, how can we do this for if we have to play Purdue? Right, yeah, he definitely gets a little uncomfortable there yep. when he's got two or three guys yep. uh, coming at him, and, he's and he has to pass like that. And he can't just bully his way to the basket. Yeah, and I think that that's what they did in, in the second half. They yep. weren't doing much of that in nope. the, the first half nope. there, obviously, uh, with Purdue with the big lead and another guy that goes off in the second half for Purdue as well, or really did most of his damage in the first half, I guess, was Brandon Newman. Yep. Uh, he ended up with a season high. I think he had 12 points at halftime. He ended up with 19 points in the game, and Edie only had a 17 mm-hmm. in the game. So I guess that's good uh, from uh, that perspective uh, there. But I mean, it was one of his lowest point totals of the season 
for Edie, who, according to a lot of people, is a consensus right. national player of the year. Yeah, and I said that I didn't know how many points he would get, so yeah. I guess it's good from my perspective. The problem is is that you had other people beat you. Yeah. And more more so, you may have beaten yourself, just shots not falling, and it feels like that's just the way of this Illini team. Yeah, it just is. Shots not falling, and like you said, a tale of two halves. It's Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we have a great first half and an awful second half. Sometimes it's a awful first half and a great second half but we can't put two halves together in a game yeah and now is the time again we've been saying it all season we're still dealing with the same issues we were dealing with in november mm-hmm. it's time to get over that conference tournament week is this week right. tickets have already been punched travis mm-hmm. yep one ticket i know for sure has been punched there a meyer Five for 14, one for 10 from beyond the arc, including yeah. uh, that one when we were down by four. Yeah, uh, what he's doing. That was there. a force. Yeah. Like 100%. That was desperation. He didn't need it at that point. No. You go two for one. Yeah. And especially since he was, I mean, he was calling for it, and Hawkins didn't oh, want to give yeah. it to him the first time. That's right. Like, yeah. he didn't want to give it to him. And then he came back and was calling for the ball again, and the announcer even said, Meyer's calling for it. And Hawkins, you could tell, like, afterwards, he was pointing to Underwood and just kind of being like, what oh, am I right. supposed to do? Right. And then, like, he was calling for it for the longest time, and he called for it, and then they gave it to him, and he almost fumbled it out yeah. of bounds. And that guy was uh, on the line. Yeah, and luckily. Luckily, it I mean, was that would lead to the, the Shannon miss yeah. call. Um, but, yeah, that I, that whole <laughs> possession was a huge possession because Illinois, and the announcers said it perfectly on the broadcast, they came out of a timeout. Purdue took a timeout. Illinois had the momentum, and they came out of that timeout and looked like they had no clue what they were doing yeah, offensively. They were just standing around, and no one really felt like they knew what they were doing. And right. that can't happen in clutch moments in big games. And guess right. what, guys? Illinois, they only get bigger from here. They don't get any smaller. It's true. You can do this against EIU and Fortham and whoever else you want to throw out there from whatever little college. No offense to EIU, but... You can do that against these te- those teams. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in the Big Ten tournament, and you sure can't do it in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no. That's why you haven't made it out of the first weekend. Uh, definitely not, and uh, definitely need to be uh, more consistent for sure. And the Big Ten tournament all begins on a Wednesday with uh, the uh, two games there, beginning with Ohio State and Wisconsin. Ohio State, the 13, Wisconsin, the 12. And then uh, following that game will be the 14th seed, Minnesota, going up against uh, Nebraska. Obviously, a Purdue winning the conference outright. They're yep. the number one overall seed. Uh, Northwestern, look at them go. Uh, they somehow ended up with the uh, two seed and one of the four teams with the uh, uh, double bye. Three seed was Indiana, and the four seed is Sparty, Michigan State there. Yep. And those all will compete on a Friday in the quarterfinals with a double bye. Uh, but on a Thursday, we got games in the first session. It's Rutgers against uh, Michigan right there at 11 o'clock. And then following that will be Iowa, and they'll take on the winner of Ohio State or or Wisconsin, and then in the uh, second session, they'll break for a little bit, and the second session will be uh, Maryland facing off against Minnesota or Nebraska in the last game of the night, but then the first game of the second session, it's uh, Old Illinois. They drew the seventh seed, and they'll be going up against Penn State. Yep. The 10th seed. We got the Nittany Lions again. Yep. They beat us twice. Yep. Uh... 
not feeling very confident, Travis. <laughs> I, know. And, I know. And here's the problem, Travis. You mentioned Wisconsin and Ohio State and, you know, where they are seed-wise and whatnot. Gosh, yeah, 12 and 13. I still feel they could go on a run and win this. Yeah. Because this Big Ten is so messed up this year. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Purdue could go down in their first game. Yeah. Just the way that this has all played out this year, there hasn't been a good team in the Big Ten. They're all mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, Purdue is a step ahead. Yeah. But from 2nd to 15th, 14th, 13th, maybe not Minnesota. But other than them, like, the rest of the pack is just kind of there. Yeah, I know. But all you got to do is win three games. Yeah. That's it. And all these teams, I'm sure, have had three-game winning streaks at some point in this season. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, even Purdue isn't uh, untouchable. They no. lost to uh, twice to Indiana. Yeah. So, who knows what would happen if they would end up matching up in the championship yeah. on Sunday. So And to me, Travis, the, the dark horse, and they shouldn't be because of their seed, is Northwestern. Yeah. I think Northwestern can go on a run, especially since they'll probably have more crowd support being in Chicago than any other school there. Well, besides Illinois. Besides Illinois. Because that's the real uh, stopping grounds state of, team. Yeah. Yeah. But Chicago's team. Chicago's Northwestern. team. Northwestern. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I don't Ask think Greeny. So. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> yes. He'll tell you all about it. I bet I'm Greeny sure. Is he there. here today? I, he was, actually. Uh, yeah. Okay. He, he showed up to work. He's going to be there for one day this week because then he's going to sure. take the rest of the week off to go to the Big Ten tournament. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's in uh, the United Center this year. Yep. In uh, Chi-Town. Yep. So, uh, Illinois, first game against uh, Penn State. Uh, they're at uh, 5.30 will be tip-off. 4.30 will be the pregame show. Yes, Here on 98.9. Yes, on Thursday. On a Thursday. And then, of course, that means yeah, we got Selection Sunday yes. coming up. So. Which means that it's almost time for the, the starting lineup bracket challenge. Yes. And it is also almost time for another draft coming up at the end of this week. So, you ready for another that on draft. Friday? Yes. Hmm. Doing another okay. draft on Friday. So oh, I didn't even know about this. Yeah. Thought Just of it as I was coming in this morning. <laughs> Just popping it Just up. Just popping it in. <laughs> if right. I say it live on the air, we can't back out. So well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, draft coming up. It's actually a twofer well. on Friday. So. A twofer. A twofer draft, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so stay tuned for more <laughs> details about including that, Travis. including myself. <laughs> so <laughs> we got to close things out. We got to close them out with the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. So that's what's coming up next to close out the show. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. 
Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. Wow, that's touching. What are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. That's right, weight loss seminar Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham at 5.30 p.m. Registration at 5 p.m. Stop smoking seminar at 8 p.m. with registration at 7.30 p.m. Sign up at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select, sleek, XPS laptops and more powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, so can it's a little overrated. Just two cents. Peyton Manning is overrated. A little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. <laughs> he is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you? On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Peyton Manning can think Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana is overrated. Thank oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I, Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. We're on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're say a little bit longer. So uh, let's uh, close out the show. A lot of things happened this weekend. So uh, let's get to uh, the uh, top three moments from the sports weekend. Let's go. And now it's time for the top three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend in uh, no particular order. But I'll start off with uh, my number three, and it's uh, in the UFC on a Saturday night. Alexa Grasso from Mexico wins the uh, flightweight championship in a dramatic fashion and uh, choking out her opponent. And she was a huge underdog in uh, this fight. I think like 36 to 1 underdog or something huge like that and uh, she ends up winning and a new meme is born with uh, the announcers going crazy after the upset win on Saturday for her. My number three Travis is the IndyCar race that happened yesterday. Patty Award. IndyCar. IndyCar. First race of the season. 
we saw three cars get airborne, including something I've never seen before. We'll talk about that in the pod. Um, hmm. But Patty Award leading two laps to go, coming to the flag, comes off the last corner, and his engine shuts down because it got too much power. So it reduced itself to save the engine, ended up losing the race, finishing second. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so annoying. Yeah. Nothing I could do. I'm just trying to go as fast as I can. What do you mean the engine shut down itself? Wow. Over-revved. That's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Dang. So uh, my number two uh, was there at the uh, state tournament, and that was uh, Lincoln's Froby going off for uh, 45 points in the uh, state semifinal game. Uh, they're setting a new uh, single tournament game record uh, there with 45 on Friday. My number two takes us to the association yesterday, and the Memphis Grizzlies, Travis, scored 51 points in the third quarter against the Clippers and still lost. Still lost. Still lost. Dang. I don't know how you score 51 points in a quarter, let alone the third quarter, and still end up losing. Mm. It's because in the fourth quarter, they got outscored, I think, by about 25, and there was a streak where they were outscored 22-4. to four. Mm. So it was Memphis? Yeah. Uh, they could have used John Morant. Well, they, they could have, except for he wasn't there. <laughs> I know. He wasn't there. <laughs> in the third quarter, you're like, we don't need him. And in the fourth, you're like, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, pretty important player there. All right, so uh, my number one, no surprise here, what uh, my number one will be. It will, won't be top for a long time as uh, Tuscola Altamont for overtime game on a Friday night for the sectional championship. Uh, just everything about it, the game, what was at stake, the atmosphere, everything that we already talked about in the first segment. But uh, definitely uh, my number one moment from the weekend, and it won't be top. My number one as well. Yeah. I, I can't add anything else other than what we've already talked about. Yeah. Um, I, had, I had some people messaging me saying, greatest game in Illinois high school basketball history. Wow. I wouldn't go that far. That's more of a prisoner right. of the moment. Probably greatest that you've seen or I've seen. Mm-hmm. But all time, mm, I'll pump the brakes a little bit on that. But yeah. still a great game. Yeah, definitely a fantastic game there for the uh, sectional championship. We'll see what Tuscola does tonight, and we'll see what uh, T-Town does tonight as well. All right, uh, so uh, that will do it here for us on the uh, Trusherial Show. And uh, coming up in the pods, I got more stuff to talk about with the racing news and uh, NASCAR uh, from over the weekend and our NASCAR Pick'em recap. And we also got to recap the rest of uh, college basketball and uh, NBA might hit up on a little spring training and NHL as well. So uh, join us in uh, the uh, pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy, and we'll be back for you tomorrow as we got some uh, all-conference teams uh, that just came in uh, during uh, the uh, program. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow as well as those super sectional games tonight. So uh, catch us tomorrow. If not, catch us in the pod. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. (laughs) 
Hey, welcome back. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Works, Eric Fry still hanging out with you. And uh, coming up here on uh, the uh, program, still got more stuff to uh, recap from the weekend. Got some stuff to hit up on uh, the NBA, NHL, might hit up on some spring training and uh, the rest of uh, college basketball and uh, NASCAR. Of course, and NASCAR pick them to recap as well. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports center that you wanted to recap? Yeah, White Sox pitcher is escaping discipline from Major League Baseball relating to a domestic violence complaint as Mike Clevenger will avoid any fine or suspension from the league after it completed its findings yesterday. MLB released a statement outlining the investigation, which included, quote, interviews with more than 15 individuals, end quote, along with a, quote, review of thousands of electronic communication records. Pitcher was accused of domestic violence by the mother of one of his children back in January. The Cubs scored three runs in the top of the ninth to beat the Rockies 6-5 yesterday. The Cubs are 6-4 in exhibition play. The Colts have filled another coaching vacancy as they have hired Brian Mason from Notre Dame to become the team's new special teams coordinator. Mason's 36-year-old Indiana native, who has also spent time on the coaching staffs at Cincinnati, Ohio State, Purdue, and Kent State, will be his first time coaching an NFL staff after more than 15 years of experience at the college level. A veteran offensive lineman is returning to the for his 17th NFL season. Jets left tackle Dwayne Brown's agent told ESPN that the five-time Pro Bowler is coming back after undergoing recent surgery to repair a torn rotator cuff. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks held off the Wizards 117 to 111 to win in DC. The Bucks are up as much as 17 points, but they led by just one with under three minutes left in regulation before going on a 10-2 run to put that game away. Milwaukee's won 17 of his last 18 games. Lakers also got the win. I'm sure we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, the Phillies are welcoming their star slugger to spring training this week. Bryce Harper announced that he'll join the team in Clearwater, Florida on Wednesday. 30-year-old says it's going to be a different game, of course, especially with myself and a lot of the guys that have been playing for a long time. Harper says he'll need to adapt to the pitch clock and looks forward to seeing his progression at the plate. The star outfielder is coming off elbow surgery and is expected to be Philadelphia's designated hitter for most of the season as he continues to recover. The Rockies are adding a three-time All-Star and World Series champion to their roster as the Athletic reports that Colorado is signing infielder Mike Moustakis to a minor league contract. Moustakis could provide the Rockies with some depth after second baseman Brandon Rogers suffered a dislocated shoulder last week. Hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. All right, so uh, let's go through uh, some uh, college basketball uh, from uh, Saturday besides the Illinois game that we hit up heavily on. Uh, Texas A&M, they upset Alabama. They won a 67-61 to on Saturday. Also, uh, Kansas falls to a Texas 75-59. to And a UCLA, they got it done over Arizona. So uh, finally the team that was ranked ahead. One eighty-two, uh, seventy-three. Marquette, a high-scoring affair there with St. John's. No defense played there in the Big East. Ninety-six to ninety-four. The Golden Eagles get the win. Uh, Baylor goes down and they lost to Iowa State, seventy-three fifty-eight. West Virginia takes down a Kansas State, eighty-nine eighty-one. Auburn over Tennessee by nine, seventy-nine seventy. Virginia over Louisville, seventy-five sixty. UConn over Villanova, 71-59. Miami, 78-76 over Pitt. And uh, the Hurricanes, uh, they do a little court storming because uh, they won the ACC this year. So uh, ACC champs are the U. Mm -hmm. Hurricanes. 
San Diego State over Wyoming, 67 to uh, 50. They uh, win the Mountain West. Uh, does uh, the Aztecs, I believe they are. Yeah. Uh, Xavier over Butler, 78 to uh, 66. Seton Hall over Providence, 82 to 58. Oklahoma over TCU, 74 to 60. And Kentucky won over Arkansas, 88 to uh, 79 on uh, Saturday. Other games from uh, Sunday, uh, Houston, uh, they went on a buzzer beater. They escape Memphis 67-65, to so the Cougars just uh, get it done against the uh, Tigers there in the American. Uh, Indiana, they won in overtime over Michigan 75-73, so Michigan back-to-back games where they went to double OT against Illinois. And then uh, they have fallen overtime here to uh, the Hoosiers with a late rally uh, there. Hunter Dickinson, he had 24 points, 14 boards. Trace Jackson Davis had 27 in the win for Indiana. And also Penn State, they also helped their cause a little bit in the Big Ten tournament as they upset Maryland 65-64. to uh, 64. And uh, they won that one at the buzzer as well. So uh, that was what happened uh, yesterday. And we got the uh, West Coast Conference Tournament semifinals tonight. BYU starting off against number 16, St. Mary's, and San Francisco against uh, number 9, Gonzaga. They're in Vegas tonight. That's just in a top 25 action as we got a bunch of uh, the lower tournaments uh, beginning, including the uh, Sunbelt Championship. That's going to be either South Alabama or Louisiana punching their ticket to the uh, in. CAA tournament. Uh, the SOCON Conference Championship will be tonight. Chattanooga against Forum there. And I think that's all the uh, championships there that I see here. All the rest are quarterfinals and uh, semifinals of somewhere of the uh, lower tournaments. Not sure when the uh, big tournaments get started. Maybe, I mean, the ACC gets started tomorrow. Yes. So. Hey, speaking of which, congratulations over the weekend. SEMO uh, punched their ticket That's right. to uh, the big dance. That's right. There. Also, Fairly Dickinson didn't win the conference, but they're going as the conference representative because the team that won the conference has not yet uh, is not yet in D1. They're like in that like two-year transition window. So it was kind of a weird thing where they had the semifinal game, which was for getting into the big dance. Hmm. So. Haven't seen that all the time. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Their Alabama lost, so they drop a couple of spots in the polls. But uh, pretty much uh, UCLA, uh, they uh, jumped up there and took Alabama's spot. So uh, number one in the country right now is still Houston and UCLA right there. And number two, uh, Kansas at three, uh, Alabama at four, Purdue at a five. Texas, they jumped up a couple of spots to a seven. Baylor fell three spots to 10. UConn jumping back up there to 11. Uh, Xavier, they jumped up four spots to 15. Tennessee falls five spots. Texas A&M, after that win against Bama, they jump up six spots to 18. Indiana, they actually fall four spots to uh, 19. And uh, look at this, of course. So we have to have the uh, Blue Devils here in one of the final polls. Duke jumps in at 21. After beating North Carolina on a Saturday, I believe. Yep. And speaking of which, Travis uh, and Joe Lernardi's uh, latest uh, bubble. Mm-hmm. Right now, the next four out, not even the first four, next four, 
Michigan and North Carolina boast. How weird is it to have a March without Michigan or North Carolina being in it? I know. That could be weird. It's going to be very weird. Also, you mentioned that uh, Kansas is third. Yep. Yep. They're the number one overall seed. Number one overall seed. Yes. Hmm. No love for Houston? Houston is a one, but not the overall number one. Right now, the ones are uh, Kansas, UCLA, Alabama, and Houston. Hmm. They say it's because of uh, Kansas. Basically, it's splitting hairs, but uh, quad one record Kansas, 15 and six. Hmm. So. Right. Yeah. But, anywho. Hmm. Well, we'll find uh, all this out a week from today. I'll find out selection Sunday, uh, this upcoming Sunday, and everybody in uh, your office probably getting office pools to, uh, together, and even the people that don't really pay attention to uh, college basketball get uh, in They've on They've won this. our pool the past two years. Love it. That's no. What, that's what kind of crapshoot marches. I'm always out by the first weekend. Like I quit I caring know. after that. I know. <sighs> well, you do better, Travis. I know. It's just so hard. It is. It's just so hard. So, Alrighty. All right. That was uh, college basketball. NBA uh, from uh, Saturday uh, was this uh, the uh, Bucks. They end up losing by three to the uh, 76ers, 133 to 130. And so 76ers beat them again. Yep. Taking down Milwaukee. There, and on Sunday, uh, the uh, Suns they end up getting it done. They went by four, but KD was the one who hit the biggest shot as a, his new team beats Kyrie's new team. Yep, and uh, Suns win one thirty to one twenty six over the Mavs and Luca missing a short little shot there yep. and getting into it a little bit with Devin Booker yep. shout, like shouting it. at each other, chirping like at each it. other uh, there. So. Figured that would be entertaining, and yep. sure enough, it was exactly that. Yep. The Suns pulling out the win. Yep. So, uh, one other NBA game from Sunday I wanted to spotlight Travis. Mm-hmm. That is the Rockets. I know the Rockets. No one wants to talk about the Rockets, but I will. Beat all over the Spurs. Highest point total of the season for the Rockets. Biggest win of the season for the Rockets came against the Spurs. Pops, we talked about it. <laughs> Get out. You're hurting Ye- yourself. Yeah. 16 and 49. Get out. Yeah. Step aside. It's pretty bad. When you Uh, can't be, when you lose by, what is it, 20 something to the Rockets? hmm. That's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Uh, Also, uh, the uh, Lakers, they get it done. Anthony Davis, AD, 39 points. In the win over the Warriors, 113-105. Bulls falling by three to the uh, Pacers. Uh, Zach Levine has 42 points, but not good enough to be Indiana there. And also uh, the uh, Knicks. They beat the Celtics in double OT, 131-21-29. Jason Tatum goes off for 40 uh, quickly for the Knicks. Goes for 38 in the uh, win and so the Knicks keep on winning. I know Stephen A. Smith was bragging pretty good on him this morning, uh, first take. Mm-hmm. And then, as you mentioned, the Grizzlies blowing that big lead against the uh, Clippers. Clippers coming out on top on that one, 135-201-29. to 
with uh, John Morant's situation uh, there on his IG live story, at least uh, missing uh, the next couple of games for uh, Memphis as dealing with uh, those issues there. Uh, games going on uh, tonight as Celtics match up against the Cavs. The 76ers are in Indy. Take on the uh, Pacers. Hawks match up with the Heat. Raptors and the Nuggets and the Pelicans and Kings this evening as well. All right, so that was the NBA from this weekend and what happened on hockey this weekend. Sabres, they beat the Lightning 5-3. to Boston wins over New York on a Saturday 4-2. to So the Bruins, one more game away. And they're 49-8-5 on the season, just having a great year. Uh-huh. Uh, Panthers, they beat uh, the Penguins 4-1. Uh, let's see here. The uh, Jets in a high-scoring affair against uh, Edmonton. Uh, they won 7-2-5 to in uh, this one. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl with a hat trick, but not good enough to beat the Jets as the over hit well in second period, really. Jets outscored them four to three in the second period. Blackhawks they fell to the uh, Preds three to one, and then on uh, Saturday it was the Kings beating the Blues four to two on a Saturday. What happened on a Sunday? Well, the Hurricanes they were all over the Lightning, so a Lightning drop two in a row, six to nothing. They lost to uh, Carolina yesterday. The uh, Kraken in OT, uh, they beat uh, Colorado 3-2. to And uh, the Devils pick up uh, another win as well. Man, 41-15-6 and and are the Devils uh, this season. And that was pretty much it from uh, yesterday. I got on ESPN Plus, Hulu tonight, Edmonton scoring off against uh, Buffalo. You got the uh, Flames against the uh, Stars, Blackhawks hosting the uh, Senators, Capitals, and uh, the uh, Kings, and uh, Predators going up against the Canucks tonight in the hockey world. And all right, let's take a look at uh, is there anything that happened in spring training? I know that, I don't know if they were playing like an exhibition game or something. I saw that uh, Shohei Otani. Hit a bomb home run and also learning from his uh, teammate there in Japan with the pepper grinder. Hey, could uh, Lars Newbar be doing a little uh, recruiting for the Cardinals? <laughs> Possibly. We can, can try. We can hope, right? And so it was nice to see uh, Otani doing the pepper grinder uh, this weekend. So, uh, like I said, I don't know. He was wearing, they were wearing the World Baseball Classic uh, uniforms for Japan, but the WBC doesn't technically start until uh, two days from now, hmm. March 8th. That's when it gets all underway there. But that's about the only significant thing that I saw from uh, spring training. Red Sox, you know, they tied with the Astros on a Saturday. So keeping their undefeated streak alive in spring training, or at least uh, they did on Saturday. No losses. On, on Sunday. Help oh, Sunday they won uh, over the Marlins. Red Sox 6-0 and this spring training. But that, uh, the Mets 7-1 over the Cardinals yesterday. Uh, Cardinals 5-3 and in a spring training right now. White Sox falling to the Dodgers. Cubs winning over the Rockies. Cubs 6-4 and 
in a spring training right now. Um, man, the A's drop a couple of games, two and seven in spring training right now. Mm-hmm. We're already off and running today with the games there all over the place. And probably by the time that you hear this, you'll know what the Red Sox uh, did, you know, what the Cardinals did. Uh, they're in action. Uh, the Cubs are here in a little bit against the Seattle. Uh, also got the Pirates and the Yankees squaring off later on today in a spring training. So uh, baseball be here real before you know it. A couple of days from the uh, World Baseball Classic from getting underway. And, of course, opening day at the very end of this month for everybody for baseball. So countdown of the days for uh, that and uh, first before we get to uh, NASCAR of course the uh, big news uh, today that I'm sure we'll dive into a uh, deeper uh, later this week but Derek Carr looks like he's uh, signing with the Saints yes Saints have found their guy and it's Derek Carr reuniting, okay. reuniting with Dennis Allen I, I guess <laughs> Derek Carr uh. to the Saints not to the Jets, not to the Colts, but to one New Orleans. So, <laughs> I already tweeting out who a dat on his Twitter. It's their car, so he's ready to roll. Ready to roll in New Orleans. Sure. It looks like, uh, according to uh, some sources, that the Cowboys are going to use the franchise tag on Troy Pollard. That doesn't surprise me. Or Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Sorry. Very yeah, good. I knew it started with a T. That's right. <sighs> all right, so I think that's all I got. So uh, okay. get to NASCAR. Well, we'll start with the news that came out on Friday from the NASCAR world, the big, big news. And that is Chase Elliott is going to be out for an unforeseen amount of time. Uh, I saw that. Chase Elliott broadcast. was involved in a snowboarding accident and uh, broke his tibula. So he is going to be out for at least a month probably, if not longer. Oh. So, yeah. Now, a lot of people were like, oh, drivers shouldn't be doing stuff like that. You know, they should be focused on racing. Guys, do you really think baseball players do nothing but play baseball in the offseason or when they're not playing baseball? Yeah. Like, on a day off, do you think they're playing more baseball? No. They're doing something else, whether it be video games or whatever, to relax. You know, I was listening this morning to Denny Hamlin's podcast, and he was talking about how he loves to play golf. He loves to play basketball. It helps him mentally disconnect and refocus yeah. to do something active, but not NASCAR related. Or just anything in your sport related. Right. right. So, got to get away from it. And snowboarding such a thing of, you know, it could have been someone else's mistake. Someone else could have ran into Chase Elliott. He could have, you know, didn't see a hill there or whatever the case may be. We don't know all the details about what happened. We just know he was in a snowboarding accident. Um, so Josh Berry filled in for him this weekend. Don't know going forward who's going to be filling in for him. Um, but to me, like there's a lot of people saying, oh, now he's not He's not going to make the playoffs. Come on. You really think Chase Elliott's not going to make the playoffs? All he's got to do is get a win. Mm-hmm. All he's got to do is get a win. And all that right. guy, and we'll talk about it in a second, that guy is fast on most of the tracks, let alone the fact he's a really good road course driver, and there's still seven of those coming up. Yeah. So he's got plenty of time there. He's a very good plate driver. There's got a couple of those coming up. And by the way, we just raced at Las Vegas this weekend. Las Vegas is a mile and a half. Most of the tracks on the NASCAR circuit 
mile and a half. And who finished one, two, three? Oh, just Hendrick Motorsports, the t- team that Chase Elliott drives for. So they're pretty mm-hmm. good at those kind of tracks. So people saying he's not going to get a win and miss the playoffs are absolutely out of their mind. He's going to make the playoffs. So uh, yeah, it's definitely early in the season uh, yeah. for for yeah. that, and it's just uh, kind of an unfortunate accident uh, that's there. It's going to see him miss yep. some time yep. uh, there. And, yeah, I mean, we just saw that. I mean, of course, this was during the off season right. about uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Right. in the dirt bike right. uh, accident. And we have seen of other accidents and other injuries happen in baseball as well. But that's right. during the off season, not exactly during the season. Well, and Tony like Stewart, uh, the week before the Daytona 500, fractured his back in a dune buggy race and missed the Daytona 500 one year because of it. Like, these guys need releases, too. Like, they don't want to be on their sport all the time. Yeah, so definitely need that. Especially, again, they just got done in California last weekend. They were in Vegas this weekend. They are in Phoenix next weekend. A lot of the drivers are staying out there on the West Coast all week for these three weeks because there's no point in coming all the way back to yeah. Charlotte and then going back out. Yeah, so, no. if you're on the West Coast, especially with the weather they've gotten there, what else are you supposed to do? Snowboarding sounds like a good idea because there's fresh powder everywhere. Like we've heard reports of, you know, 98 inches or something like that. in Some of the mountain areas in California yeah. of snow. So why not go snowboarding on an off day? Mm. So it's just, you, you can't help what happens sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I Denny Hamlin true. has torn his ACL twice playing basketball in the middle of the season and he got right back in and race the next week now it's not a broken tibula but no. you know tearing your acl and then driving a car it's gotta hurt <laughs> playing basketball maybe you should stop playing basketball well, he's in you... a basketball league travis <laughs> and who's his partner at 2311 michael jordan that's what they bonded over mm. they were in a it, it was a gotcha. charity basketball game that michael was kind of the coach for and denny participated in there in charlotte and that's how they kind of got to know each other Speaking of which, Denny was talking on his podcast that Michael Jordan got in the sim at one point in the past year or two because he wanted to see what the drivers were like. But he said he didn't want to do Daytona or Talladega because you just sit there with the gas on the whole time. He wanted to do something a little more challenging. Yes. So they said that they set the uh, simulator up for Charlotte and they had to take out the back seat because MJ's so big. So they had to take out the back seat so he could fit in the car. And he said after 15 minutes, Michael Jordan was drenched in sweat and said, I can't do this. I'm done. So (laughs) for all those guys who say NASCAR athletes are not sport, you know, aren't NASCAR is not a sport and those drivers aren't athletes. Michael Jordan, who some say is the greatest of all time on the basketball court, could take 15 minutes of it. Yeah. but In In a virtual world, though, Travis. Virtual world, but. It would be more intense in a regular world. No, it's MJ, but. I mean, he's not exactly playing high-level no, basketball or a high-level right athlete no, right no, now. No, so right now, no. It'd be different if it was like a, you know, an active basketball player right now. My thing is, is that we're seeing NASCAR guys going and playing golf and playing basketball. You're not seeing a whole lot of basketball guys suiting up and going racing on the weekends. No. <laughs> no. So, anyway. Seems like a, it seems like everybody is kind of like a, getting into a golf. Yep. Uh, so. This weekend we were in Vegas for the cup race. We were, yeah. Snooze yep. fest. Not Snooze good. Around. Couldn't pass. Very hard to pass. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports dominated the race. Uh, finished one, two, three, like I said. And uh, 
I, I said here on the show Saturday, uh, uh, Friday, that uh, Chevys are going to be the team to beat, and they were. Chevys were dominant. Uh, Toyotas were next, and Fords were way in the back. So uh, it's starting to become a trend now at these mile and a half that Chevys are going to be the ones that are you're going to have to contend with. Uh, Travis, you had Kyle Busch for our pick'em. Kyle Busch finished 14th. He did respectable yeah. showing. Uh, Alex Bowman finished third. That's who I picked. Yeah, I'm part of Hendrick Motorsports. So that's another win. Mm-hmm. Uh, four in a row to start off the season. And uh, we'll head to Phoenix, where downforce is not as big of a factor. So I think it kind of opens up the playbook for more drivers to kind of be having a good race. But, uh, yeah, this this was all Hendrick. And uh, the Chevys are, are the team to beat on these kind of tracks. So mm. Yeah. Kyle Busch the week before. Kyle Busch did win the truck race, though, on Friday night. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But that was the only one he won at his home track. He was trying for the sweep. But uh, only got the truck race. He dominated that race, too. It was boring. So, <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <sighs> Thanks, Kyle. Just like Thanks, you couldn't uh, have done that on Sunday yeah, instead. I know. I know. So, yep. 4-0, we'll pick uh, Phoenix on Friday. Phoenix. Phoenix. All Preview right. of the championship race. <sighs> also, Max Verstappen won the F1 season kickoff uh, this weekend. Uh, Red Bull dominating again. I mean, Red Bull's going to dominate again uh, this season. So, uh, yeah. And uh, Erickson won the IndyCar race we were talking about because Patty Ward's engine decided to go kaput on the uh, second-to-last lap. Yeah, literally went kaput. Yeah. I mean, imagine being that. Like, he said he heard a small little explosion in the engine, and that was it kind of pulling itself back. Now, the announcers, I didn't even know this was a thing. The announcers were talking about, because his car got loose coming out of the turn, and they're like, oh, he pressed the pit road speed button, and that's what caused him to slow down. I didn't know in IndyCar they had a button that was programmed to be pit road, and that you could press it, and it would automatically turn your car down to pit road speed, but you could hit that at any point on the track. I'm like, maybe you should have that off. Maybe just have the driver go pit road speed and not have a button for it. Yeah, right. If you could put any button in a car, that wouldn't be one of the ones I'd pick. I'd want a supercharger. Boost. (laughs) I get some nitro boost. They used to have that in IndyCar. They'd have push to pass, and every driver had 10 pushes they could push in a race to (laughs) to try and pass somebody. Wow. So it was strategic because you had to figure out if how many of the car in front of you had could they use their back and how many people are going to wait till like the final two laps and then just push, 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 push the whole track. Hmm. I wish they brought it back. It was one of my favorite things. Push to pass. Wow. Push to pass. Interesting. Interesting. Not with the bumper, just the button. Had a... Gives you a, a momentary speed boost is what it used to say. Hmm. Okay. But then they realized everyone was saving it for like the final five laps. And then it was well, just I mean, yeah, everyone course. just pushing. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's what I'd do. You save it up. If I have 10 of them and it's going to give me, you know, 30 seconds every time I push it, I'm just going to hold it in the final five laps right. and see how fast I go. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So, all righty. That's, That's it. Funny. That's all I got. That's all you got. All right. So that's all i got too i'll try to do better try to do better next week yes <sighs> need to get on the board really need it we'll talk more about that Derek Carr news tomorrow and yeah, how it affects definitely. the mm-hmm. and the chicago bears yep we'll uh, definitely be talking more about that 
coming up uh, tomorrow also are those are super sectional games as well plus t- tomorrow is the uh lamar jackson deadline for the ravens on whether or not they're going to tag him mm. so we'll see kind of where that is heading yeah definitely and we'll see if he gets slapped with a franchise tag. So thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And we are out of here for today. And have a great rest of your day. Peace out.